Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is John Chuckery Show. Live on this Monday evening with you as Braves wrap up another successful series in Milwaukee. And, uh, of course, they will play Milwaukee coming up here in just a, a couple of nights. And, uh, of course, between then, we've got the Boston Red Sox uh, interleague action as the uh, Braves will be up in Fenway. Let's head out to the waitfor.com hotline. Let's talk to our buddy Chris Willis, managing editor and covers the Atlanta Braves for SB Nation. Batterypower.com is where you can check out all of his work on his, twist, uh, on his Twitter page, excuse me, at Chris underscore Willis. Chris, as always, buddy, appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for uh, being on the show with us tonight. Oh, it's always fun. I appreciate you having me. You know, I talked about this on my podcast this morning, and I want to get your thoughts. You know, I, I think Rizel Iglesias has maybe gotten some bad raps and things like that, you know, because, again, maybe it's not as pretty as what some people want. But you look last night. He got the save yesterday. He's now 18 for 20 in save opportunities. I know he's got the four losses, but of closers who have at least 10 saves, he's got – there are nine closers that have as many or more defeats than what he does. He's seventh in Major League Baseball in save percentage. That magical number's always been 90%. You think he's had a pretty good year? I mean, he's had kind of a an under, underrated kind of year because, again, he didn't start off on the club. You know, he was injured, obviously. But I think, by and large, he's turned in a pretty good year for this team. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think everybody it, – it, everybody just remembers the the rough outings you know and he's come in in some tie games and and give it up but you know by and large i think he's been uh i think he's been pretty good and, and you mentioned too you know he started the season on the injured list uh basically i think made one appearance in spring training and i mean that's a tough situation to be in uh you know to get back to the major leagues with no basically no prep just a little bit of rehab time as in the lead up and then step into, you know, one of the most important roles in the bullpen. So the Braves did make a couple of moves today. What do we know about these guys that these couple of guys that they brought in to kind of help strengthen this bullpen? Well, Pierce Johnson comes from the Rockies. Um, you know, the surface numbers are, are not real good. I think he's got an ERA over six. But, you know, if you dig a little deeper, you'll see that he's pitched a lot better away from Coors Field. Uh, heard Alex Anthopoulos talk about him today, and they're hoping that you know he can. He's still getting a lot of swing and misses, and um, you know he's got a good fastball velocity. Just adds depth. And uh, uh, Taylor Hearn, also lefty as a left-hander coming from the Rangers, also I mean the big thing with him is uh, he's got options. 
their little light on left-handed uh, options at the moment with A.J. Minner and Dylan Lee both out. Uh, so, you know, bringing Hearn in, he's another guy with a good arm, uh, and that gives them a little flexibility down there. So the other move that was made today, and I just – I'll be honest with you, I kind of scratched my head, is Michael Soroka got sent back down. And, and I know it hasn't been, been great, but, I, Chris, at some point, I, I guess – I feel like he's got to stay up with the big club and work his way through these things. I mean, these, you know, these Partridge family bus rides back and forth to Buford and Smyrna aren't doing anything for him. I mean, either either he's going to make it at the big league level and he's got to figure some things out up here. And, and again, the Braves have a big enough lead that, with all due respect, I mean, look, I'll say it, the division's over. I mean, the, the, the Marlins and the Phillies aren't making a run in this division. Why not leave him up with the big club and try to work some things out there? I thought it was kind of peculiar, too, um, especially because, I mean, Brian Snicker had talked uh, on the last homestand about that they needed Soroka to go and take that take that rotation spot, you know, at the, where at that point right. of the season. So, you know, I don't know if it's uh, – I don't know if it was something, you know, some deal with the roster because they had these uh, couple of moves cooking and – you know, need and also claimed Yanni Chirinos from the from the Rays, uh, but I agree. I mean, I feel like you know, if it's not now for Soroka, you know, then when is it? I mean, at some point you're going to have to throw him out there every five, every fifth day and and see what you got. You know, because I don't think I don't think riding the shuttle back and forth from Gwinnett's doing uh, the Braves or him any good. Well, and think about the long term of it too. Look, at some point Kyle Wright's going to be back, whether you you if it's next year this year, whatever, and then obviously Ian Anderson is going to be back at some point, you know, in the next season. I mean, there there starts to become more limited options for, you know, where Michael Soroka fits into this rotation. And, look, maybe they don't sign uh, Max Freed at the end of the day. But, again, if they're going to keep this up, I mean, it, it doesn't feel like that there's really a whole lot of hope or really a whole lot of light at the end of the tunnel that – Again, you're going to start to get guys healthy over the next year or so. I don't know where he fits in anymore. Yeah, and I mean, and and to go a step further, I mean, he'll be arbitration eligible again this offseason. And I mean, really, uh, you know, now that he's back, I mean, you could, you could, and if he's not, if they don't think he can be effective, then, you know, he would be a non-tender candidate right. in a lot of situations. So, uh, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see down the stretch, just to see, where he fits in, if he fits in, uh, because you know I just that was that was a move that I just really didn't see coming. You know I was pretty surprised when he got sent down. Chris Willis from BatteryPowered dot com covering Atlanta Braves, joining me here on the WaitFor dot com hotline. Um, Austin Riley, no surprise, he was the NL Player of the Week. We've kind of you know Chris, you and I have kind of joked about this and kind of you know toyed with the idea. You know we've been kind of waiting for him to have that stretch where. He can put the team on his back for a week or two period. We saw that here, you know, over these last handful of games. I mean, obviously the home run stroke is uh, is coming through. And, um, you know, it feels like he's about to go on one of these heaters that, you know, again, where he can carry a ball club, carry this team specifically for, you know, the next maybe two or three weeks. Yeah, and it's felt like, you know, he's been on the verge of it a, a couple of different times this season and just – Never was the one guy really in the lineup that just hadn't had that prolonged hot streak. So, you know, maybe you're maybe you're about to see that. And I mean, it's it's a really scary thought for a you know a team with this offense that's this good. So, 
uh, it's good to see him, you know, get some success because I thought he's had some good at bats at times and, and just hasn't been able to just really get over the hump. He's not been bad by any stretches of, uh, of means, but, you know, at the same time, you know, just not quite what everybody was expecting from it. So with the move with Michael Soroka, is Max Freed going to make one more start down in the minors? Is he, you know, ready to almost, you know, bring himself back up on the club? I mean, what – where kind of we are? Where are we with Max Freed as far as how quickly we could see him in the rotation? Uh, Brian Snicker said during the the, tri- the series in Milwaukee that uh, Freed will make one more at uh, rehab start. Uh, I think that's coming Wednesday um, for Gwinnett, and then you know uh, that should get him up to around eighty, eighty-five pitches. And I would imagine that his next start would be, you know, in Atlanta as long as everything goes fine physically. So with all this, I mean, you know, again, and, and I've, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm serious when I say that the division, you know, is over. Do you think that they start to experiment with some of their pitching as far as just trying to keep guys healthy, trying not to burn guys out? I mean, you know, again, obviously they've suffered a lot of injuries to this pitching staff and especially, you know, their starting pitching. Do they have to start being kind of cautious where – Again, they, they have a pretty good buffer. I mean, they, they literally almost have as much of a divisional lead as every other division in baseball combined. So do they start to kind of slow these guys down a little bit, bring some young guys up, you know, every now and then? I mean, what do you think the plan is going to be maybe moving forward for what this pitching staff is going to be? I think that very well could be it. And, um, you know, I was asked uh, about pitch counts or inning, inning limits uh, the other day uh, for the Brave starters, and I don't think there's a hard inning limit uh, for anybody. But at the same time, I expect them to start to give guys extra days of rest when they can. You know, and we've seen them do that already at, at various points of the season. But as they get guys back, it's going to be easier. And I also think that's, you know, that may be part of the bullpen moves too because, uh, you know, they've had guys down there that didn't have options. And that's made it really tough, you know, to be flexible with your roster. Uh, Taylor Hearns got options to who they acquired today. And then I'm pretty sure Chirinos does as well. So, you know, you might start to see some guys shuttle in and out a little more than what we've seen over the uh, first part of the season. Could there be a starter in the mix as far as, you know, being traded for? Could they add another starter to this rotation if they don't think Soroka is coming along the way that they would hope? If they want to try to slow down, you know, Max Freed at some point, do you think a starter could be in the future for the Braves to trade for? Well, I mean, Alice Anthopoulos didn't didn't um, uh, shut down the idea of acquiring anything today. I mean, he, he you know, they, they've got their options open. If it's the right player, you know, he stressed that a couple of times that, you know, they're not just uh, locked in on one, uh, on one position. It's just a, a matter of – if the right deal comes together for the right player, then they would, you know, they'll pull the trigger. So, you know, I wouldn't completely uh, rule it out, but at the same time, you've got Freed, you've got Soroka, you've got Kyle Wright hopefully coming back as well. Uh, so, you know, they've got some options there. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they traded for a starter, but I still don't think it would probably be at the top of the list. With as well as the offenses obviously perform this year, what would a bat look like, I mean, in this lineup? I mean, are they looking for maybe potentially a right-handed bat to take some pressure off Rosario against lefties? Or what do you think would be as far as an offensive piece that they may look at? 
you know, I may I may be in the minority here, but I feel like if they're going to go for a bat, I think it would be a, a situation where, you know, maybe they they added a guy that's going to that's got two or three more years of control with him, and uh, you know, p- perhaps Rosario would be in that deal, or you know, somebody else. I think it'd be one of those uh, deals like they made for Iglesias last year at the at the you know right at the buzzer of the deadline, where you you know it, it kind of alters the shape but gives them a little bit more punch in that offense, uh, which is a scary thought, honestly. Um, you know, I think that's that would be the difference. I don't really see them just going out and getting, uh, you know, a rental bat or, you know, just a bench piece or anything like that. I think if they go for a hitter, they'll try to make a splash. Is there – I mean, as we wrap up, Chris, I mean, is there is there anything really that you look like is any kind of real flaw with this team? I mean, I, I just – you know, again – and maybe because I'm comparing it to what the rest of the NL East is, but I just don't see anything that just is a glaring weakness for this team. Yes, you can always upgrade at positions, but there just doesn't seem to feel like that there is one thing that just is like a sore thumb that sticks out on this team. I think the only thing you can be afraid of is just the you know the injuries. And, I mean, there's been a bunch of them this year. And we saw how, you know, Spencer Strider getting hurt at the end of last season, Max Reed getting sick at the end of last season, kind of just derailed a, uh, you know, what was a good regular season, uh, but just derailed that postseason run. So, you know, I I think they're going to continue to try to add depth just in, you know, just to prepare for the situation that they lose some guys. Uh, But, you know, if they get everybody back that they're supposed to get back, I mean, it's hard. You have to look really hard, you know, try to find a flaw with this roster because I just feel like I feel like uh, there's not that many holes to fill. Chris Willis, he covers the Atlanta Braves for SB Nation, managing editor for BatteryPower.com, and he joined me here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Follow Chris on his Twitter, uh, personal Twitter page, excuse me, at Chris underscore Willis. And Chris, as always, buddy, appreciate a, a few minutes uh, on the show tonight, and we will certainly chat again here soon. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You got it. John Chuck, we will be back. Sports Radio 929 The Game and the Odyssey.com app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.